Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year, we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. It's KPBS Midday Edition. I'm Maureen Cavanaugh. Are live concerts becoming only for the rich or for people willing to go into debt for a ticket? If you've tried to buy a concert ticket recently, you probably know that purchasing venue seats for a major star is becoming much harder and way more expensive than ever. Like for the Bruce Springsteen concert coming up at Pechenga in December, Floor A, Row 1 seats are going for $4,000. That's for one ticket. So when trying to get tickets for even moderately well-known acts, chances are you've done business with services like Ticketmaster, who act as brokers between the venues and the fans. Ticketmaster has not made it a secret that prices have gone sky high, but they say it's just in an effort to develop fair market-based pricing and squeeze out scalpers. The problem is the prices have also been squeezing out fans. Jason Kebler is with me. He's editor-in-chief of Motherboard, that's Vice's tech site, and he's been covering the story. And hi, Jason. Hey, thank you for having me. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year, we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. How did buying concert tickets get so messed up? I think like so many other things, uh, part of it is the pandemic. Uh, you need to realize that this is an industry that for the most part was unable to throw any sort of events for the greater part of a year and a half. Uh, you look at something like Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift hasn't been able to tour for years. And now that she is doing the tour, you have this pent up demand. You have fans who want to go see these t- these their favorite artists. And in part, you have venues that were shut down for a long time. You have all of these employees who make a living off of live music who need to get paid. And you have artists who increasingly have to get paid through live music because they don't make a lot of money streaming. And so they're trying to make some of that money back by increasing the prices of concert tickets. It's a little more complicated than that, but that is a major factor and I think a big reason why people have noticed it in the last few months. It's also this uh, kind of merger between Ticketmaster and Live Nation. Did that drive up prices? It did. Uh, So Ticketmaster and Live Nation are this 
mega corporation that in many cases owns or operates many of the biggest venues in the United States. Uh, they often, they're the ticketing provider and they're also uh, represent the artists in many cases. And so they have a huge ability to control the prices of tickets. Like I mentioned, there's sort of this pent up demand for really any popular artist. And there's a massive secondary market for tickets. I think anyone who has tried to buy tickets and who has been unable to has probably hopped over to StubHub, for example, and you know maybe had their eyes bleed when they see just the prices of some of these things. I know, I know you mentioned uh, Bruce Springsteen. And so the public gets very mad when they have to pay these really high prices on the secondary market. And so Ticketmaster has said, okay, we're gonna try to fight scalpers and part of the way that they've done that is with this uh, tool called dynamic pricing, which is a simplified version is uh, comparing it to Uber surge pricing. So when there's very high demand, they sort of use an algorithm to jack up the prices that you pay from the secondary market, from the primary market. So in this case, uh, you mentioned Bruce Springsteen. Another one was Blink-182. There were examples of Tickets for Blink-182 selling for $250 for floor seats. And this is, you know, nominally a punk band where you'd expect the prices to be cheaper. And part of this is just because there was such high demand that Ticketmaster's algorithm determined that the dynamic pricing is going to kick in and the prices are going to be sky high. So now, rather than everyone being mad at scalpers, they're sort of mad at Ticketmaster and the artists when they go in expecting to pay, you know, 60, 70, 80 dollars for a ticket and they are suddenly having to pay 200, 300 or more depending on where the ticket is. So with dynamic pricing, is there such a thing as a face value ticket anymore? That's a really great question and it's really confusing because some sections of certain venues will have the dynamic pricing enabled and others will not. And so in some cases you can get like a nosebleed seat for a set price, let's say like $50. But when, you're, when you start talking about floor seats or the lower levels right in front of the stage, those can have dynamic pricing enabled. And there might be a situation where you are paying $500 for a ticket and the person next to you, basically the same seat, like right next to each other is paying more or less. And so that definitely raises the question, like what is a face value ticket? Uh, I think one of the biggest problems is there's very little transparency. Uh, it's really hard for a consumer to know whether they are paying the same price that other people are paying for these tickets. And then that becomes even more complicated when you start talking about the secondary market, when you start having to buy tickets off of something like StubHub. Okay, so is there anywhere else besides Ticketmaster and StubHub to buy tickets? I mean, Ticketmaster dominates something like 90% of all ticket sales in the United States. Many smaller venues use other other vendors. Uh, there's a company called AXS that sells tickets. There's services like Eventbrite and some other independent ticket sales that don't use Ticketmaster. When you start talking about the secondary market, I mean, StubHub is one of the biggest ones, but there's a lot of other competitors. There's things like SeatGeek. There's a website called Vivid Seats. You can still buy tickets on eBay or Craigslist, although definitely buyer beware if you're buying tickets on Craigslist. But anytime that you're sort of not buying from the primary seller, which in many cases is Ticketmaster, you are basically 
you're, you're basically dealing with supply and demand. It's like, how much is your neighbor willing to pay? And you're going to pay the highest price the market will bear, more or less. What I recommend is for shows that are not sold out, you can often show up at the venue the night of the concert or even a few days before, and you can buy tickets. And often those seats will have no fees attached because when you buy directly from the box office, they don't need to charge the processing fee and the delivery fee and all the other fees that end up getting uh, tacked on when you do use a Ticketmaster or a StubHub. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. You know, I've been I've been looking and oh for months now there's been a rebellion against Ticketmaster on social media and it got me wondering when did people start to go sour on Ticketmaster? I think in the 80s to be totally honest with you. Um Ticketmaster is sort of this it's this big company that is in a tough situation because I I don't have a lot of sympathy for Ticketmaster but you know over the years I've tried to buy many uh tickets off of Ticketmaster and you know it's a website that's been plagued with problems over the years. It's like sometimes you try to go and buy a ticket and the site crashes. Sometimes you try to buy a ticket and they're sold out in one second. Other times you get tickets in your cart and you go to checkout and there's some sort of error. And so I think it's one of those services where it's like, if everything works well, that's kind of what you expect. And you don't give Ticketmaster a lot of credit for you know successfully selling you a ticket. But when something goes wrong, it's a really emotional thing because people really want to go see their favorite band or go see, you know, a hot ticket for a sporting event. And when you feel like you've been cheated out of that in some way because the site crashed or because the fees are really high or because you just can't get a ticket because, you know, the scalpers bought all of them or something, it's it becomes one of those situations where you blame Ticketmaster and you know, in many cases, Ticketmaster deserves the blame. It's, you know, a giant corporation that makes a lot of money um, from its fees. And it is this vertically integrated monopoly, like I mentioned. Uh, At the same time, I don't think that, I don't know that another company would be doing any better. I think it's one of those situations where when a really popular artist comes to town, there's always going to be more people who want to see the show than there are tickets available. And so the people who don't get tickets are going to be really upset. And they're going to be upset at Ticketmaster usually. Yeah, but some artists and musicians are also complaining. And you would think they'd be on the a good end of rising ticket prices. Tell us about some of the recent controversies. The big recent one was The Cure, and they announced that they were going to try to keep ticket prices very low. And so they announced that tickets were going to be on sale for $20 for members of their fan club or or members who uh, went through this system called Verified Fan, which is supposed to keep scalpers out of 
out of the loop, basically. And a lot of fans did get tickets, but then when they went to, to buy the tickets, they noticed that there was fees of like $22, $25, $30 per ticket. And so they were paying more in fees and they were actually paying for tickets. And this obviously caused some outrage. Uh, the lead singer of the band, Robert Smith, said, you know, this was not what we intended. And Ticketmaster ultimately gave, I think, a $5 per ticket refund to people who bought tickets. But basically, there's been a series of scandals in quick succession that has really put the heat on Ticketmaster over the last few months. Jason, you did some comparisons uh, between ticket prices now and back in the 60s and 70s with acts like the Beatles, Fleetwood Mac. And even with inflation, those tickets were way more affordable, right? They were. I mean, you know, tickets for the Beatles were, you know, five, ten dollars back in the 60s. And you can extrapolate that out for inflation and it doesn't come close to what we're paying for tickets now. I think a good sort of apples to apples one for me because i am a big blink 182 fan is back in 2016 uh you know tickets for blink 182 were between 20 and 50 dollars per ticket and now they're between you know 50 and 250 dollars per ticket and you know there's been some inflation since 2014 but not not to the you know not to the extent where we should have be having to pay five times as much for a similar seat as we were, you know, just eight years ago. So then there's the question then, are concerts, I mean, are they becoming only for the 1%, the wealthiest fans? I think big concerts are. I think that that is, and it's concerning. It's, it's you know, if you want to see a big band, you are not going to be able to go see it for even $100 these days. It's like, you're going to have to pay if you're taking your whole family, it can be a thousand dollar excursion just to get just to get in the door with the worst seats. You know, once you have to pay for parking, once you start taking into account, you know, the prices for food and drinks, it's like taking a vacation or a luxury for a lot of people. I think I don't want to paint with, paint with such a broad brush, though, because there are so many independent venues, smaller venues, smaller acts that you can still see for five or ten dollars. But when I think it, when it comes to acts that are on the radio, acts that are really popular, acts that haven't toured in a long time, you're looking at these massive expenses associated with just you know a few hours of one night. Okay, so I I started. I talked about that four thousand dollar Bruce Springsteen ticket. But when you think about all the things behind the stage, all that it takes to put on a concert, and if for everyone involved in that to be compensated fairly there are many tickets in this pachanga concert coming up that are they're kind of nosebleed seats but they're going for between one and two hundred dollars do you think all things considered that one to two hundred dollars is a fair price i mean it kind of depends on if you have the disposable income or or how important it is to you i mean i have paid between a hundred and two hundred dollars for tickets before and I've been thrilled. I've been thrilled with the show. You know, I I haven't regretted doing it. And so I think it depends on how big of a fan you are of a specific act, how much money you have. I mean, if if you make a lot of money, if you are a member of the 1%, $100 doesn't matter to you. Um, I think if you're struggling to make ends meet, that's could be the difference between being able to go out to eat or pay your bills and so, I mean, I think we do need to do something to make 
concerts more accessible to the masses. Um, at the same time, you're absolutely right. There's a lot that goes into these concerts where, you know, you have people who work at the venues, you have sound people, you have a security, um, you know, it's, it's a massive expense just to put on a concert. And so I think part of what's happening right now is we are paying what I've been calling a COVID tax more or less, where, you know, you had all of these venues that were having to pay rent and in some cases having to pay their staff for years and years and are suddenly able to, you know, have a full schedule again. And they kind of have to make up, make up for all of that lost income. There were, there were some government programs that gave relief to certain venues, but for the most part, a lot of these people have been out of work for a long time and people are paying the price for that now. So you think it's going to come full circle and there will be days where these prices go down? I don't. <laughs> I, think that, I, think, I think that I think the way that I said that made it seem like this is yeah. a cyclical thing. But I think that we have seen in the past when when prices go up and people start to uh, get used to sort of the new normal for prices, they rarely go back down. Um, I don't know that for sure, but that's just my that's my opinion. I think that the high prices are unfortunately here to stay. Okay, you were giving me some hope there, but I'll I'll calm myself down. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I've been speaking with Jason Kebler. He's editor-in-chief of Motherboard Vice's tech site. Jason, thanks a lot. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hoenmotors.com.